Books in the Middle, a podcast just for middle school books. Have you ever felt the need to be perfect? Like in a situation or at a time in your life, you just knew you had to be perfect. Daisy feels that way all the time. And she feels that she has to be the perfect daughter. She has to be the perfect musician. She has to be the perfect student. In a lot of ways, she has to be a third parent in her house. She has to be an adult. And she's not an adult. She's still in high school. She's still trying to figure things out herself. But she has that feeling because of her younger brother, Stephen. Stephen was born with autism. And while autism is a spectrum situation, her brother, Stephen, is on the end of the spectrum where he's pretty much nonverbal, He doesn't communicate well. And think about it for a second. Have you ever had a situation where you've been trying to communicate with someone and they just don't get it, right? Sometimes you think, my gosh, are they speaking another language? And of course, if they are speaking another language, that could literally be the problem. But in most cases, you're just not understanding each other. And think about what it would be like to be in a situation where no one is ever understanding you. That's Stephen. And as much as Daisy loves Stephen, as he's gotten older, his lack of being able to communicate has really created problems for the family. You think about it, okay, we've all seen a three-year-old have a temper tantrum or, you know, have a breakdown. And it's okay when they're three years old and sometimes even a little older. But imagine if a 13-year-old boy has a breakdown because he can't communicate. Something's bothering him. He doesn't understand what's going on. That's the situation that Daisy and her parents are living with. Because Stephen really can't control himself. He doesn't understand why he can't communicate. And it's been getting scarier and scarier the bigger Stephen has gotten. Now, every day... Daisy is expected home at a certain time so her mom can have a break from Stephen and go to yoga class. Well, this particular day, Daisy's a little late getting home. Where were you? I texted four times, Mom accuses before adding. I was worried. I was in the library studying. I lost track of time. Just go to yoga now. It's fine. But Stephen has noticed Mom's frantic, angry tone, picked up something about the sweat on my upper lip, my rushed footsteps. His hands start to twist, eyes roll upward, searching or maybe seeing nothing. Look what you've done, Mom says. She turns to my brother. Stephen? Stephen, are you okay? She knows better than to reach for him, touch him. Together we watch. Want a cookie, Stephen? Chocolate chip? I try. But he flinches at the burping whoosh that opens the stay-fresh cookie bin. Dang, I haven't taken him to the bathroom yet, Mom murmurs. Come on, Stephen, let's go watch Batman. I stupidly try to take his hand, but he yanks it away, twisting his palms together. With a wail, the pacing begins, slow and awkward, around the edges of the kitchen. He smacks his head against the doorframe. Mom and I are frozen statues, watching a tornado, transfixed, terrified, unable to take cover. Daisy knows her family is headed toward a cliff. She's just not sure what they're going to do once they get there. The sound of letting go 
by Stasia Ward Kehoe.